So, hi. <laughs> it's the Odd Drunk Podcast. And today, Jackson is gone. He, uh, he had homework. Homework. I don't know if you can see our air quotes. Yeah. Um, we think, uh, what, what do you think he's actually doing? Knowing him, he's probably playing COD 1984. COD 1984. Oh, no, Cold War. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking one I was of about to be like, is that like a weird, ob- obscure reference to George Orwell that you have to be part of the Call of Duty community to understand that I don't get? No, no. I just got to mix up with George Orwell, Wonder Woman, and Call of Duty all at once. All right. <laughs> that that new COD game actually does look pretty cool. I mean, you got to be understand. It's Reagan. It's Reagan. You know, it's I was, I was actually back, watching back to Cold War Vietnam shit. That that sounds cool to me. Like spies, espionage. Yeah, it's uh, I normally am not very excited for Call of Duty games, but and I can't say I'm excited for this one, but it's the first one in quite a while that sparked interest. Yeah, I'm interested in. Well, it's actually because it's the middle of the Cold War. All we're missing is MI. If MI five made an appearance in that game, it'd be perfect. That would be awesome. Yes. So Jackson's at home playing George Orwell, the video game. And uh, today it's just me, Colton, and sometimes Tristan too. Yeah, I've been slacking. I've been really playing hard on the sometimes. <laughs> yes, so Tristan's here today. So it's going to be a good episode. We're talking Star Wars. Roll the intro. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast with Jackson and Colton. Sometimes Tristan too. And that was the intro. We... we we couldn't hear it. But because, we're sure you can. But we're sure you can because we had it in post. <laughs> Again, pay attention to the and sometimes Tristan too. And sometimes Tristan too. Yes. So we're talking we're talking Star Wars today. And Tristan, I have a confession. I know I told you <laughs> we were gonna be talking about the new movies, but we're actually gonna be talking about Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Misa no like this. I wish I could talk for two hours on Treasure Binks, but I don't really actually have much to say. Well, he played a pivotal role in galactic politics in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Did you know he was actually ostracized once he went once his term as representative was over? And yeah, the, and one I, was, I haven't read that book, but I heard about that. He's basically a children's clown. Everyone hates him, but he knows that he he screwed up and he spends his life trying to entertain refugee children. Yeah, it was very sad. It's, it's, yeah, it's actually a. Uh, like, that's actually more of a depressing ending than, like, if they had, like, killed him off gruesomely or something. Well, like, you gotta think about it, too. Like, his family already disowned him before the start of the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And then his only true friend would probably be Captain Tarples, or General Tarples by the Clone Wars, killed by General Grievous. And right, we don't know right. where Boss NASA is. Yeah. Boss NASA probably just, like, cut ties with him because the whole world hated him. Yeah, everyone hates him, so. You know, and he knows he fucked up. But still, yeah. though, he's got to live with that shame. <laughs> but we are talking the Star Wars. Um, I was about to say prequels because I've been watching those recently. Um, we we're talking. We we're talking mainly the sequels today. Um, unfortunately, guys. Unfortunately, uh, but we th- we thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, our ideas of what they could change about what they could have done differently. Ben Swolo. To uh, <laughs> to improve them, to make them uh, better. I love how every joke, like any like children considered children, um, cartoons for Star Wars, 
like the Legos and everything that are self-aware. Yeah. Always make a joke of, can you put a shirt on? <laughs> I've not watched the new holiday special, the Lego. It's worth it. But I, I, keep, I want to because it looks fun. It and looks looks better than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> hey, Rise of Skywalker makes you appreciate The Last Jedi a little bit more. It does. I actually now I now think The Last Jedi is the best movie of the trilogy <laughs> because, like, that's a low bar to set. It actually, well, I actually think it's not a terrible movie just in the context of being a part of a trilogy. It just doesn't do it. It's like they made that movie completely ignoring that the other movies exist, which is not how the second movie in a trilogy should be. Ever. Ever. Be. Yeah. At least Attack of the Clones recognized <laughs> that Phantom Menace happened. It recognized it happened, but a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole adventure in between there that we had to piece together. Yes. I, I, I actually, I mean, I know they've explored it in the novels, but I, I would like to see... Is a canon though. Yeah, in canon, and you know, uh, maybe on screen, probably animated. Uh, some of those Obi Wan Anakin adventures before the Clone Wars. I can see that. That'd be pretty cool. Or even just if remember how they're supposed to do an anthology film of Obi Wan. Yeah. Maybe they can sneak it in there. That'd be cool. Do some flashbacks. That'd be very cool. Like he's on Tatooine. Anything that Anakin talks about might just flashback to like. When Anakin talked about his trauma as a children as a child, right? Or maybe, and maybe they can have Hayden Christensen play like kid Anakin. <laughs> Just put him in a blonde wig. <laughs> I don't want to be a bother. <laughs> they should just do a an Obi Wan <laughs> movie that's just all the memes. Hello there. I did hear that they 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 touch on the they do the hello there in the Lego Star Wars yes. thing. It's like all the the Kenobis. different all the Kenobis are different air time eras. Yeah, <laughs> hello there. Anyway, but we thought yeah we thought it'd be fun to talk about the Star Wars uh, sequels. This is not pod racing. It's not pod racing. And what they what could have they done better? And maybe some. Finn. Finn? Finn. Yeah, Finn, I, th I think Finn is the best example of a character that could have been really good. No, it's an example of an underused character. Yeah. Like he not could, even, I wouldn't say underused. It'd be opportunities missed. Exactly. Hey, I like Finn. I think he's my favorite character other than Ben Swallow in the new movies. Um, Pex. But, but like, <laughs> it, it led this whole build up because it made you think he was going to be a Jedi. Yeah. And they hint at the, in the latest movie that he is force sensitive. Well, they don't even, they don't, it's not a hint. They slap you across the face with it. <laughs> they don't make but, it subtle at all. But like, why? Why like give us that hint of not even being able to see it? Because it would have made the whole, his like idea of quote unquote redemption arc. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I, I. Because before, like, I thought he was okay in The Force Awakens, but everyone in Force Awakens was just okay. But not his own redemption arc, um, like, saying, but, like... But, you know, so they, in Force Awakens, he was okay, and then it's The Last Jedi that he gets most of his character arc, and I thought he was annoying in <laughs> Last Jedi. And then I didn't, it was in, you know, Rise of Skywalker, I actually liked Finn more, because now he's, like, 
feels like more a uh, fleshed out, a fleshed out. Like he's a rebel. He's found his purpose. But like you're right, he didn't have any. He didn't have any character arc in Last Jedi. His arc had finished, which made him now he's kind of boring. He's more likable, but he's boring. So they they could have taken it a step further. They had every opportunity to. Captain Phasma. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> On paper. On paper. In practice, she was just a treacherous wrench. Yeah. She goes down so fucking easy every single time. It's not even just that. It just, like, she doesn't prove her, like, metal or anything. Yeah. When I saw Captain Phasma, I was like, oh, my God. She's wearing metal armor that's supposed to be blaster-proof. Oh, my God. What is she? Is she going to... Yeah. She's going to take on the next generation uh, of Jedi and fight them hand-to-hand? And it's what's-her-name that from Game of Thrones. Brianna Tarth. Yeah, she she's the actress, and she's freaking awesome. So it was like... Yeah, they, they that that's right. They they could have... They could have done more with her. If they made Phasma like a Boba Fett character... Well, actually, she kind of was. Well, she was, but Boba Fett had some mystery to him, at least. And, like... She... She had some, but it just, like, they set her up in a way where the, she's a First Order soldier, so the only, like, you know, interesting background they can have is that she, you know, was raised by the First Order. So, you know, they set her up with a type of background where she had to prove herself as a character and, like, in the movies, do, like, show her metal, like you said. Boa Fett, his background, you know, was wide open when they first introduced him. Do you know the original name for Boba Fett? What? I gotta look it up, but I remember seeing this somewhere, the original name of Boba Fett. Because <laughs> George Lucas gave him a name before the Attack of the Clones. Was it one of those ridiculous uh, George Lucas names? That, yeah. Uh, like, we, me and Jackson were talking about, um, you know, the the guy in episode two that tries to sell Obi-Wan death sticks. Mm-hmm. His name's like... Elon Sleazebagano or some Is that shit. really his name? Yeah, I, I'd have to look it up, but it's like something like, like Sleazebagano. Because George Lucas is so creative. So, <laughs> his the original name for Boba Fett before he became Boba Fett was Jaster Me Real. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a Star Wars character. See, though, remember... But it like, doesn't sound like a cool one. Do you remember the name I told you of, like... In um in Legends, Bo um, Jango Fett's first ship. I don't remember. It was called Jester's Jest or something like that. Oh, kind of, kind of the same. Maybe some hint to it. Yeah, that's probably a reference. Yeah, ja- Jasper, Jester, Jester, or something like that. Yeah, sounds like a nerd name. But Jackson's real name is Jesper. What if it is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. I hope not. But it does start with a J. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was his original name. Is slowly transitioned to Jackson. Maybe he slowly transitioned, just like how Finn slowly transitioned. But Jackson will actually see a complete character arc, though. Yeah, <laughs> Finn's character arc stopped like, like three quarters of the way through. <laughs> oh, we're also picking on Jackson because Jackson can't be here. Yeah, he's not here to defend himself, so... This is the one time we get all our shots in. <laughs> I'm sorry if you are a Jackson's family member. Um, please text him right now and well, be... Well, I, I, think, I think everyone who lis- listens to the podcast likes Jackson most. Um, we have one of our reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, they say that they really like the host. 
Singular. <laughs> they don't elaborate. What? What is this <laughs> I don't remember. It's one of the reviewers at Apple Podcasts. They say they really like the host, but it's singular and they do not elaborate. And uh, you know, I, I think maybe it's Jackson that they're talking about. <laughs> you know, another character that I I always I've like I like, but like they've not done enough with him for me to defend why I like him is Poe Dameron. Well, they basically made it mysterious in the beginning, and then basically by the end, oh look, we're gonna use the same Han Solo. Well, I thought they, I thought they explained in the beginning that he was like this, like in the books and stuff that he was a, the son of two like uh, rebel pilots. But it doesn't was so everyone just assumed that he was raised in that life. No, yeah. like I said, he's a reverse um, Han Solo. Yeah, he gets shadier as it goes on. <laughs> I did like that they add that backstory to him that he was a uh, spice runner. But that wasn't a character arc. That was just adding backstory. He still does not change throughout the entire series. No. Except for maybe he learns to follow orders. But as soon as he learns to follow orders, Leia dies, and then he doesn't have to follow orders anymore. Because he becomes general. When no, she... no, she, he was general the entire time. Not the entire time. He was... Uh, no, no, he was commander during The, um, the Last Jedi. Yeah, and then was... he was general the entirety, move, entirety of... Um... The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, because Leia died and made him general, made him acting. No, he was, it was the entire thing. I thought it was. No, they make the joke at the beginning of calling him general, general. Yeah. When Poe and him, when Poe and. um. Well, no, because that, that's after Leia dies, though. Really? That's not in the beginning. We gotta watch this again. I watched it like a couple weeks ago, which is already long enough that I forget stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was uh, when. Leia dies, and Ray's already gone off to find um, the star map. No, the, no, the planet. What? what Exegol. Exegol. Because she went. She went to go. She fought Kylo, and she went to go to Acto to talk to Luke. And it was around that time that you know. No, no, she wanted to hide. Right. She wanted to hide, and it was around then that Poe and Finn they all come back to the Rebel base, trying to figure out a plan figure out a plan they find out that leia's died and then that i uh, poe is the acting general and he and poe makes finn his co-general okay that makes more sense yeah because he he goes like the, you know finn runs up to him he's like in their little he's like poe we, we, we you know i need to talk to you and he's like uh i need to talk to you too finn uh i can't do this alone i need you to be general with me and like finn starts talking and then he stops and he goes thank you <laughs> I think there's some there's some f- fun moments in the movie, but nah, nah. <laughs> like I like that I like that dialogue exchange. I thought it was okay. <laughs> what are we drinking today? We are drinking a sangria of unknown brand and sponsored by Kroger. Lemon lime <laughs> Spons- soda. Sponsored by Kroger. <laughs> lemon lime soda yeah uh, big k double citrus delight yes yeah we, uh, this is um boxed sangria oh you put it in a glass to make it look fancy uh no i didn't want to carry a whole box over here i walked i would have carried the box 
So I just uh. You could only draw. Oh no, you couldn't have because you're yeah, drinking. I'm drinking. So, uh, but uh, it's boxing. It's pretty cheap. It's like 14 bucks a bottle. But I went to Star Liquor, and you know how they do their rewards points? Yeah. I got to cash into my rewards points finally. I keep adding in my to like my points, but I I'm thinking <laughs> I spent over like 200 dollars there. It takes forever. <laughs> I like you earn. I, I want to see you earn. You probably earn like two points for every 20 dollars you spend, type of thing. <laughs> um, Star Liquors, we have questions for you. Yeah, but I finally did. So I got this for like, I paid like $6 for a box of sangria, which is uh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Oof. <laughs> what? That sounds good. The crap out of me. <laughs> I think I heard your pizza oven go off. It did go off. You want to go check on that? No. We got to talk as much as we can until like the minute. This is like our minute speed round. <laughs> our minute speed round where we talk about sangria. I mean, sangria is amazing. It's better than the Italians. It is better than the Italians. <laughs> Sorry, I stole that from an earlier conversation from him. Yes, yeah, sangria is from the Spanish. And, you know... Because you're going to be a con- Everyone knows the Spanish is better than the Italians, but... Uh, but that could be debated. But I don't think it can be debated that the that both of those are cooler than the French. Get out. Hey, I'm allowed to say that... I'm like half French. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Go get a real military. <laughs> hey, you know, the French have a very successful military history. It's just like World War One and later on. It's only because they haven't waged any real wars. <laughs> what about the Hundred Year War? That's a, that was a hundred years long. I'd say that was a real war. It was only 100 years long because they couldn't make a decision. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I mean, I think the English won that one. <laughs> we should just do a whole episode about French military history. That sounds fun. Also, we got a pizza. Pizza's good. I love those, uh, the Kroger brand frozen pizzas. I mean, they're they're really not that good, but like they're so cheap. That's what I buy. I had a I had a, one of the supreme ones yesterday. It's always pepperoni because I hate olives, which you know because I, don't, I lived here. Are there olives on the supreme? I'm scared there is. I think it's just like bell peppers and stuff. Maybe there's olives. I could be wrong. I'm one of those guys that if you hand me a slice of pizza and it has just a bunch of shit on it, I don't pay much attention to what's on it. I do. I kind of just eat it. I hate olives. Yes, which is a shame. I went to the doctor, and they said my, my cholesterol is low, like good cholesterol, and that I need to start eating more things like olives and avocados. I forgot to grab plates. Oh. And so we're, oh, I'll be right back. I can put this knife back anyway. Okay. So you say olives, huh? Olives, yes. I like olives. You know, there's green olives, green olives, uh, you know, the Spanish olives. Back to, you know, the sangria with the Spanish stuff. I love Spanish food. You know, I I went to uh, Barcelona and Madrid uh, years ago. And uh, even though I liked Madrid more, um, Barcelona just had such good food. The, I went, I had this uh, paella and it had these like uh, big prawns. Ooh, thank you. Big prawns in it. I remember I went to this uh, restaurant and I had this paella and I was with a guy 
and he's allergic to like shellfish and squid and crab and that sort of stuff. And uh, despite that, he still insisted on ordering calamari. Even you know though how to live. Even though he's allergic to it, which I is stupid, but I got to respect because calamari is... It's like that kid that like delicious. is allergic to peanut butter, but wants to eat a peanut butter cookie, so he has his... Yeah. yeah and it hits I, me shot. I got I to gotta respect that at least a little bit. I mean, it's stupid. Because, I mean, EpiPens are crazy expensive. expensive. So... <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but that was pretty cool. There was also in Barcelona, there was this uh, market. And I don't remember what it's called, but I, I, I guess it's a supposedly a pretty well-known like street market. And uh, it's off one of their main like pedestrian mm-hmm. streets. And uh, I went in there, and this there was this lady selling fruit smoothies for one euro each. Intriguing. Which is, yeah, I mean... In hindsight, I should have thought that was a little suspicious, <laughs> but I didn't question it because I was in the I was in the in the mood of being in Europe and enjoying these things. And uh, but they were delicious. I bought like three of them. <laughs> she was probably like this fat American <laughs> buying too many too many smoothies. <laughs> How was this? Was at any point did it prove suspicious or no? No, no, they were delicious. They were very watery smoothies. They were more like just like really tasty juices. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and they and they weren't really very cold. How much is a euro? I don't know. Let's find out. It's a little bit more than a dollar, I think. I don't remember. And this was in 2014. But I, I hope that lady's still there selling, selling her suspicious fruit smoothies. Dollar 19. Especially now, but that's a that's a good deal for a smoothie. I mean, here, especially at like, like, you know, fresh smoothies from like a farmers market type of thing. You'd be fifteen paying, bucks. Yeah, fifteen bucks for a small one. Yeah. Mm, thank you for the douche. You're welcome. Also brought to you by Cobra. The <laughs> Andrew Podcast brought to you by Cobra Kroger. Where were we? I just went on a whole tangent about food. We're on a on thing we were talking about um underused characters. Underused characters. Right. We were on fa- we went through Finn, now we're on to Phasma. Phasma. We mentioned Poe. I think I think Poe's main underuse was that he didn't change. He didn't have any event in the movie. Even even if he had a small one, he didn't change a lot. He didn't change like at all. He didn't have any moment in the movie where something happened to him to um, grow his character. I guess you can kind of argue Leia going into coma. Yeah, but but the whole thing she goes into the coma and he and he you know he questions the authority of what Holdo mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then he, I, I guess you could say he learns that, you know, to trust in Leia and his leaders in the, in the resistance, which, I mean, not the best message to blindly trust. But in the context of Star Wars, I guess it's like, oh, yeah, he learned to trust that just because it seems like she's doing the bad thing that she's actually okay. Um, but then, 
you know, so he learns to follow orders, but then not even halfway through Rise of Skywalker, Leia dies and he doesn't have to follow orders anymore because he gives the orders now. So anything he learned from that goes out the window. And he doesn't listen to Ray at any point through the movie. They're not interactive, you really think about it. Yeah, he, he doesn't even listen to Finn very much. Finn gives him suggestions and stuff and helps him, but he doesn't, at no point does Finn, like, stand up and say, Poe, we need to do this. And, you know, Poe, Finn just kind of goes along with, with it. Because at this point in the movies, Finn is kind of just Poe 2.0, but Force-sensitive. I'm still on the part where Ray and Poe barely interacted. Yeah, I do like the detail that when they do start to interact, they do not get along. They're constantly bickering with each other. Well, the care for BB-8 and the care of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, well, and they had good reasons to bicker, but like, I just like that. Like, you have this expectation of uh, in these movies that these characters are going to get along, or if they don't get along, they'll get over it. But they'll come together. Pretty much the, you know, Poe's got Ray's back every time he counts, but he does always bicker with her. And I kind of, I kind of just like that. It's more realistic. Yeah. Whereas Poe and, Poe and Ray, we got this. I love you. Yeah. Whereas Poe and, <laughs> Poe and, um, Finn, we got this bro. Yeah. Bro out. Bro out. Bros. Bromance there. I also yeah. like that when they crash the Millennium Falcon on the Death Star planet. Which we'll get to the Death Star MacGuffin at some point. The dagger. Just keep going. We'll get there at some point later. Um, I do like that when the, they crash on that planet and Ray's trying to be like, "I have to go there now. I have to. I have to cross it." And they're and they're just trying to say like, "Ray, it's like way too dangerous. You need to wait till morning." <laughs> and she's just not having it. That when she that Poe finally just like storms off he's like I'm gonna go fucking fix the falcon like <laughs> he's just not having it he's just gonna go lock himself in the falcon and get it working <laughs> sounds like someone we know yeah I'm like that that I think is a realistic response to Ray. just I mean I get like the whole thing with the force why she had to go there and she felt she was on a time limit and all that but if you do think about it as you're not if from like any other character's perspective she is insane. <laughs> See, if she had done that during the Republic, it would have been normal. Yeah. But now it's just like, there's no Jedi, so they're like, yep, this fuck's crazy. Even during the Republic, though, a lot of people in the galaxy didn't know Jedi were real. Which reminds me, the Mandalorian. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers for The Mandalorian. We'll give you warning as much as we can, but we're sorry if we happen to spoil something for you. Yeah, we don't care if you if we spoil the <laughs> the sequel movies. But we care about The Mandalorian. Yes. Because it's it's actually active and it's really good. We recommend 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um I like to tell Colton the intro music and the outro music taps into my inner native Americanness. I love the music. Like I told you, it taps into my inner Native Americanness. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the best uh, Star Wars like scores they've done in a long time, and it wasn't John Williams. That's kind of scary. Which is scary, but I think it shows that uh, someone else other than John Williams can handle Star Wars. 
Someone's taking up the mantle. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but but anyway, he did a great job with that. But anyway, back to the. Can you believe that? As a Mandalorian, Din Djarin didn't know their ancestral enemy. Yeah, I would expect a Mandalorian to know that. Because they show in Star Wars a lot of people don't know about the Jedi. But the Which, Mandalorians of all people should yeah. know. And it makes sense that people don't know about the Jedi. The galaxy is massive. The Jedi are only so many, even during the height of the Republic. Mm-hmm. They, they can't get everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I would expect a Mandalorian to have at least heard the stories. You know, I mean, yeah, the sorcerers, but, but maybe it's because he's a. They explain in the in the most recent episode spoilers, um, that he's a child of the Watch. So he's a he's part, he's not he's part of a, a sect, a splinter group of Mandalorians that are they're at the very least traditionalists, mm-hmm. but possibly extremists. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't say for sure. But uh, probably on the extremes. Uh, do you think the child of the ch- children of the watch is that related to Death Watch? Do you think spoilers? Yes. Yeah. That's why it's called Children of the Watch. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because when you see them rescue Dinjarin from the Separatists, it's the Death Watch that came and got them. Right. They have the Clan Vizsla. Mm-hmm. The bird or whatever the fuck it is. It's. I know. I, it I'm doesn't look like a bird, but it's supposed to be a bird. Um. That was, I guess, native to Mandalore or something like that. Does it look like this? No, no, that's... That's not the Clan Vizsla symbol. That's what it says. No, it's, um... Or maybe... Mm, My hair. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Pictures to come later. Yeah, send that to me. <laughs> so we can we'll post we'll post a couple of these on the uh, Instagram um, on the gram boys yeah along with I have this wonderful uh, goblet here I'm drinking my sangria out of um, he killed a Wookiee for it yeah I chopped off its head and uh, empty its empty its skull and I'll use it as a goblet it's this cool uh, Chewbacca goblet that Jackson got me at one point and uh, the more I look at it, the more I realize it, it's actually really creepy. With just the, the eyes painted on there. and Okay, Hannibal. It's missing the top of its head. It's filled with wine, which looks like blood. Okay, Hannibal. <clears throat> Hannibal's a cannibal. I'm not a cannibal if I'm eating a Wookiee. Oh, it's just me texting you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is texting me? Um, but yes. Children of the Watch. Religious sect of the the Mandalorians. For spoiler alert for the newest episode of The Mandalorian that came out a week ago. Yeah. Actually, by the time this podcast came out, two weeks ago. So. Yeah, the new episode's out tomorrow. Yeah. Damn. Ooh, I'm so excited. Bo-Katan takes off her helmet in front of Dinjarin and Dinjarin has a little meltdown. Yeah, because um, he thinks no one Mandalorians don't take off their helmets, but uh, and I thought I thought uh, that maybe that was a practice that came into a, 
be, like came about after the Great Purge mm-hmm. in Mandalorians. And you reminded me I, at some point I mentioned the possibility of it being just his clan or his sect that does that. Yeah. Um, but um, nice. That's okay. <laughs> you finished it, so. <laughs> um, but that was pretty cool that to see him react like that. And also, Bo-Katan. For you eagle-eyed uh, um, sci-fi fans out there, she is played by Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> Notice that. I saw her and I was like, oh, I apparently found out too. She did the voice for it originally, for the original voice of Bo-Katan. Really? Yes. Well, that's really cool. Get the actual voice actress in there. And she did a great job live action too. He changed the terms of the deal. I missed the part where that's my problem. <laughs> I love at the end how they all of them just like separate and say, this is the way. This is the way. Yes. They they can't. They might be able to get away with uh, telling all us viewers that uh, Mandalorians can take off their helmets now, but they will not get away with discounting the uh, this, this is, is the, the way. way. Because you know why? This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> no, that was she did a great job. Um, I hope to see more of her throughout the season. I hope so too. Um, well, you see, they hint at the arc of her cleaning back to dark saber. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. And I think, you know, now that I think about it, because I knew I knew there were rumors that uh, Bo-Katan was going to show up. Um, I didn't pay much attention to them because the rumors were pretty much just solely based off of the casting. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, oh, she could play other people. I don't know. Um, but it makes a lot of sense because the Darksaber is part of the Mandalorian show and Bo-Katan's art in Rebels. was Not even in Rebels, it was... Well, it starts in Clone Wars, but it's in Rebels that she she does get the Darksaber. She, she From becomes, Sabine Wren. Yeah. So it makes sense that she would be involved if the Darksaber's involved. Where that saber goes, she goes. They need to just like. I remember when um. Before the Last Jedi came out, when Benicio del Toro was cast, mm-hmm. that people were theorizing that he could play Ezra Bridger. Mm-hmm. Which um. Turned out completely wrong. Was totally wrong. I did like Benicio del Toro's character. He was kind of cool. What was his name again? I have no idea. <laughs> I think it was DJ something. Yeah. Cause it's Maybe it was stunt. just DJ. Because I know his initial stand for don't join. Oh, right. But I, I liked him. He was weird. And fairly inconsequential. He was kind of consequential. Well, he was consequential in, the, in a uh, plot arc that was inconsequential. <laughs> that whole Cantobite casino planet uh, plot arc was, was totally pointless. Um, I've come to accept that uh, I'm okay with it because, it, you know, not every single mission that they go on needs to be a success or needs to be super important. important. I think they could have used that time in the movie for better stuff, but I, I'm okay with it. That's, that's one thing that I think could have made 
the trilogy a lot better was to use all that time that they used in The Last Jedi for Cantabite, use that time instead to tie that movie into the other movies somehow. And they didn't. Yeah. It was just more of a political statement within the world, actual world today of everyone makes money off of guns. Yeah, pretty much. Don't shoot us. We like living. But we got to see Benicio Del Toro in Star Wars, so that was cool. Good man, good man. Good man. I like him a lot. He's I liked him man. in the movie. I started watching um, Sicario. That is so good. I like the second one with him and Dora. Yeah. I like the second one more, yeah. <laughs> because of him, I actually tried shooting a Glock like that. Yeah. Heads up. Be careful. Yes. But, um, but, what I do like, though, is that they're slowly bringing in characters to be live action. Yeah. Like, Ahsoka is supposed to be on this week. Oh, yeah. I'd be, I'm going to be so disappointed if they do another filler episode. I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. I mean, the filler episodes in Mandalorian are good episodes, but... They, they can't end the last episode with go find Ahsoka Tano and then not show Ahsoka Tano in the next episode. <laughs> It'd be, be stupid. <laughs> Do you think we'll see Sabine Wren? I hope so. So the last wow. time we saw her, she was going off with Ahsoka to hunt down Ezra. Yeah. That was how many years before um, this takes place? Because was this six years after um, Return of the Jedi? Nine. Nine? So. Oh, no, no. It's nine years after the Battle of Yavin, I think. Oh, okay. So three years after, I think. Four years after the Battle of Endor? Um, yes. I don't remember how, long, how long the... Between Battle of Yavin and Battle of Endor was. But, so it was about nine years after uh, um, Sabine went off with Ahsoka then. So no after. Yeah. Because that was literally months before. The end of Rebels, last episode of Rebels takes place not even months before. The days. beginning of Days, yeah. Before the Battle, battle of New Ho- or the Beginning of, uh, I suppose maybe the beginning of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, uh, Eris and Dula is at Yavin at some point during Rogue One. She, <clears throat> no, she was at Scarif. She might have been at Scarif, but she was also in y- at Yavin. I don't think so. She wasn't at the Battle of Yavin. I mean, at Yavin Four. Oh yeah, yeah. The base. She might have been at. Was she at Scarif? I know she was at scare for sure for the battle. Okay. Because remember we see the ghosts warping. Or sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> too many, too many um, FTLs to keep track of. She hyperspaces in. She jumps in. Yes. Warp speed. <laughs> How pissed off would Star Wars fans be if one of the movies at this point they 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 say warp speed instead of hypers hyperspace? I feel like do be hell to pay. (laughs) 
the uh, hyperspace is supposed to be faster than warp speed, right? Yep. Yeah. I hate this because they went and changed everything. What? So now they don't base anything off of um, Battle of Yavin. They base oh. it off of um, before Starkiller Incident. Yeah. No, I heard about that, and it's stupid. In reality, it doesn't fucking matter. It does. <laughs> but I've learned all my Star Wars dates based off of Battle of Yavin. So <laughs> now they're changing it, and I have to relearn all my Star Wars dates. <laughs> because now, 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 uh, what is, uh, you know, the end of the Clone Wars? It was 19 BBY. What, what, what is it now? Sixty-three BSI or something like that. BSI. That's such a. That's a stupid uh, system. Yes, I agree. That's a stupid name. BSI. Sounds like a government agency. Free first responders out there. BSI stands for body substance body substance isolation. Oh. Basically means gloves. Nice. You know, you know what BBY stands for? Big Black Yoda? No, it stands for Before Battle of Yavin, dumbass. Oh. <laughs> I can't find anything concrete now. Yeah. Anyway. This is bugging me. Oh, there we go. I found one. Okay. Nope, just showing in the order the movies were made. Oh. God damn it. Who's gonna bug me? Fucking. Out of all the things they fuck with, with the new canon, they did not have to fuck with the way they keep track of time in the timeline. They didn't have to do that. It's just like. It's completely unnecessary. Do you remember, um. Do you remember, um, when The Incredibles came out? Incredibles 2? Yeah. Why are they messing with math? Math is math. <laughs> you can't change math. No, that's us right now. That's... They can't change dates. Dates are dates. Dates are dates. They can't change fictional dates. That we base our whole lives on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's... You know, I was about to say that also when you think about it, I was going to say, when you think about it, the way they keep track of time in Star Wars is based around one event is stupid. But then I realized, wait, we do that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do. <laughs> That's exactly how we keep track of it. So to say, except aren't you a history except major? Except the birth of Christ isn't, isn't nearly as cool as Luke blowing up the Death Star. Terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't in terrorists. They were insurgents. No, no. Yes, it was a military target. But how many civilians were on that, on that post? Civilian, civilian casualties doesn't make it not a military target. And also, they won. It makes them not terrorists. History fact, is written by the fact, yeah, that In fact, the fact that they won makes them rebels, not traitors. And insurgents. 
if they had lost, they wouldn't have been the rebels. They would have been insurgents. They would have been traitor insurgents. Yeah. They would have been whatever the Empire decided to call them. Or just say they didn't exist. Yeah. That's what I would do if I was the Empire if I won that fight. I would have said it didn't happen. What are you talking about? There was never a Yavin 4. That's what the Chinese did with Tiananmen Square. With what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either. What were you talking about? Sabine Wren. Sabine Wren. Nice tits. Right. Oh, Sabine. <laughs> Did you have a whole blackout moment right there? I had a whole blackout moment. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. She's one of the fair, rare few characters that are animated that I had a crush on. Yeah, but isn't she like 16? It's all subjective in this point right now. <laughs> because I'm in, I have a crush on Sabine when um, the Battle of Endor, or Battle of Hoth happened. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> She wouldn't have been 16 then, yeah. I don't know. what. How many... That's the biggest time jump in that series is between the uh, episode 4 and episode 5, right? It's like a good... The time jump between 5 and 6 isn't as big. It's about two years. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. <sighs> we can't... All right, let's, look, let's figure out this new system. I have a... You might have a crush on Sabine, but I have a crush... On Leia. I was going to say Captain Rex. <laughs> He will always be too old for you. Tamora Morrison? <laughs> Shut up. You're such a dork. He is too old for me. Shut up. You're too old. But he is the dad in Moana. Moana. When I, when I saw that movie, I was watching it in theaters, and I was just like, I know that voice. <laughs> I know that. And then it was afterwards, I had to look up the cast, and I was like, that's why I know the voice. Because he's Django Fett. <laughs> we, we are very off topic right now. Hey, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so apparently it takes years, three years after the Battle of Yavin. Uh, Hoth? Yes. Okay. And then... Empire Strikes Back, and then we go to Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Oh, Google made it easy because I can just put in BBY and they understand what I'm talking about. For BBY. It takes a whole year for them to find, um, to hunt down Han. Mm. Makes sense. I mean, they well, all knew him in the Jabba. Think, yeah, I, well... True, but they had to formulate their plan and everything like that, too. Nah, I was gone in guns blazing with a Jedi. Yeah, true. I wouldn't have done any better than them. Guns blazing. Hold ga- hold Gaba. Jabba at gunpoint. <laughs> I love how... Dar- AR-15. AR <laughs> I love how... Um, <laughs> you know, I love I love how... Um, Darth Maul always says Jabba's name. You're telling me I can find Jabba. Jabba. At Jabba's palace. That's no help to me. <laughs> Kills a hut. Jabba. That's like... It's like how some people pronounce like diabetes. 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 
Jebba. What would be... So we've talked... If, if there was one thing that you think they could have done to improve the sequel trilogy... Don't fuck with the, the BBY system. <laughs> I don't think... I, I think that was after Scar- Rise of Skywalker came out that they fucked with that. It's still their fault. <laughs> they had to have Starkiller in their, in their thing. <laughs> Isn't Star Starkiller base supposed to be Ilum? God, I hope not. Well, it's theorized to be Ilum, at least. It's not confirmed for sure. But it's... Um, it comes from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. You go to Ilum. Really? And in Jedi Fallen Order, and the Empire has started to strip mine Ilum. For kyber crystals. And it looks a lot like it has a big trench down part of the planet, a lot like Starkiller Base. And Starkiller Base, what you see in there with the snow and the terrain, is like Ilum. That's scary. So, so it's theorized that Starkiller, that they used, uh, First Order used Ilum. To create Starkiller Base. I mean, already it was already dug out and everything. Yeah, and Ilum is beyond the Outer Rim in the Unknown Regions. Yeah, because after the Jedi are gone, who really knows where it is? Exactly, other than the Emperor and the Empire, which, you know, when the Empire fell, their secrets, a lot of their secrets stayed with the First Order. Okay, one thing that bugs me about this, the sequels... Yeah. Is they did all the all this build up in books, comics, and everything like that. Uh, oh my god, who's in charge of the first order? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? And it was the guy who's been in charge the whole time. No, not that, not that. <laughs> they make characters that are amazing. Um Grand Admiral Ray Sloan. Yeah. Didn't use her. No, yeah. There are some really good um Sarah side characters in really the- good characters in both side characters in the movies and characters in the novels yeah. that were just really good. But like um, like I said, Ray Sloan would have been a perfect person. I think the best part, one of the best parts about Rise of Skywalker was um, uh, Admiral, what's his name? Um, Price. General Price. Mm-hmm. I thought he was awesome. <laughs> He's like... Because he was like a proper like Imperial. I love how he says rebel scum. Yeah, he was a proper Imperial, and you can see how it's just like a lot of the younger First Order people are just super incompetent, and he knows what he's doing. Well, it's kind of like that one, um, that one guy, that older guy that was, you can tell was an Imperial long before the First Order on the Dreadnought that came in. Oh, yeah, when he was like, we should have sent out fighters. Ten bloody ten, minutes ago. Ten minutes ago, yeah. No, bloody minutes ago. Bloody. Bloody. You know, he was an Imperial. He was one of the Imperial holdouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like Moff Gideon. Oh, I love him. He's so good. If he survives this, like, ordeal with the Mandalorian, I will be mad because he did not make an appearance in the, yeah. in the sequel trilogy. Because if he survives this, that I think they would probably play it off as he dies in a novel or something. And I'm like, that's lame. <laughs> I think Jack Jackson... Because he's not here today, but he did share one of his opinions about the new trilogy recently to me. And I want to share it. Is that, and I kind of agree with this. What they, one thing they could have done to make it better is for Luke to have survived The Last Jedi, but then died in Rise Leia. of Skywalker. 
die with Leia. Yeah. Either die with Leia or die however, even if he died the same way, you know, exerting himself so much with the Force that he fades into the, and becomes one with the Force. But to have that had happened in the last movie would have been a small detail that I think would have been... A little bit better. Yeah, it would have just a little bit better. I was thinking back to it now. The one thing I do like about The Rise of Skywalker is when Rey is reaching out into the Force and then all the Jedi come back and talk to her. Yes. Oh, my God. Kanan Jarrus. Yeah, I love that they had Kanan and Jarrus in there. He's one of my favorite Jedi characters. Um, Do you remember... Do you ever play the game... um, Star Wars, the um, Force Unleashed. Yeah. I think he was supposed to be a, um, a stand-in for um, Jedi Rom Koda. Yes, I, I, I think so. Because Rom Koda was also badass. And blind. And blind. <laughs> Almost in the same way that Kanan went. Yeah. Blinded with a lightsaber. Yeah, he's blinded with a lightsaber. I think, I think, I think Ezra and... Um, and Kanan are both kind of the new canon stand-ins for um, Starkiller and for uh, Ramkota. Yeah, aside from actually destroying half a fucking planet. Yeah, well, of course, they're not going to... In the new canon, they're, they're trying to be a little more subtle about some things. Um, like destroying planets with the Force. <laughs> or entire fleets which is Force lightning from one person. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like on sometimes they they try to be subtle about it. Sometimes they're just ridiculous with it. Although I guess I don't have a problem with um, Sidious being that powerful. I have a problem that Sidious is that powerful, but then Luke's not, or these other characters are not. And the way that Rey defeats Sidious is she just deflects his lightning with two lightsabers. Mace Windu's like, I taught you that. Yeah, she, she doesn't do any special force moves. I mean, you could say, oh, she's channeling the force of the Jedi to be able to have the strength to do that. But still, you know, that's there's nothing like special about deflecting lightning. And yeah, I guess it's like the most powerful lightning there is. So that that's, is special. But visually and s- symbolically... There's just not enough there. I agree. Just because it was like so... It's like saying like... I think she should have done something like deflected the lightning and then reached out with the force and did something cool like that. But if you think about it... Maybe ripped his head off or something. If you really think about it though... (laughs) um, The Empire wasn't defeated by fancy moves or anything. It was defeated by simple tactics that ended up outwitting even the most uncomplicated of imperial machine with a war imperial war machine. That's true. Yeah. So I guess yeah I, I guess and that's I guess that's one of the that's also like one of the reasons why I I don't have a problem with how Luke died because he died doing the ultimate Jedi move of he didn't take up violence he just used the Force really fucking hard and then became one with the force you know what I love that sound he used the force really fucking hard <laughs> hey he was one with the force and the force was with him yes I loved in the Clone Wars finale 
when Ahsoka yeah. is getting the chip out of Ray, uh, Captain Rex's head. I am one she, with the Force and the Force is with me. Yeah, oh, I love that that throwback because Rogue One is one of my... That is a good Star Wars movie, I think. It doesn't do anything like unique or special with Star Wars, but it's just a solid movie, I think. Wobani. Mm. Wobani. You know what I like about though is that it took what almost 20 years since the Battle of Hoth to the Last Jedi, the um, Battle on Crate, mm-hmm. still using AT-ATs. Yeah, but these ones are like bigger and have like no, no, do you gr- remember? Gr- oh, they, yeah, they did have a couple of the <laughs> old AT-ATs, old ones. Yeah, I did like in the one of the newest episodes of Mandalorian, they had an, a repurposed one that was a crane. I saw that. I was wondering <laughs> that. Because cool. <laughs> it's just hitting out in the water and it's just perfect. It's, yeah. How, how else would you use one of those? I mean, besides for troop transport or, you know, patrol. Yeah. But, you know, if you didn't need a troop transport. Crane. Mobile crane. crane. Yeah. <sighs> Still bugs me that Mandalorian did not know the Jedi were I mean I guess he's part of a a specific sect of Mandalorians and he was raised by them to the point that he doesn't know that other Mandalorians don't take off the, their helmets but also you gotta remember Mandalore the Great did fight Jedi true and their whole philosophy of battle changed when they met the Jedi yeah that's the reason why they have Jetpacks and wrist rockets, gadgets and shit, and the way their armor is designed is is for Jedi. Little bugs. They invaded the house over the summer. I remember. They were paying the ass. Yeah. They invaded the house like last summer. <laughs> really, I didn't pay attention that well. I was always at work. <laughs> you were always at work. No, they've been. They were around. Yeah. How'd you deal with them? I didn't. Well, obviously not. <laughs> because I tried to. And, and they just came... kept coming back. So eventually I gave up. <laughs> I just keep feeding them they're, the spiders. They're just little box beetles. They're, they're, they're harmless. Although there was one time I was, I was, I poured a beer into my glass and I sat down to watch TV, put my beer down and forgot about my, forgot about the beer for like five minutes. And I was like, oh, right. I poured myself a beer. So I went to go take a sip and one of these little beetles fucking got in my beer. And drowned itself. Yeah. And I was like, <sighs> I mean... Rest in peace, little little fucker. But <laughs> he went hard for his last day. His yeah. last like two seconds. Drowning in beer. How costly do you want to go? That's a good way to go, but also now I have to pour a new beer. <laughs> Could you drink through it? No, nah, I, I don't. I don't know where these guys have been. They've been in the house. They were probably in your room and something, and I don't want to. I don't want to touch them then. <laughs> Oh, I guess uh, before we wrap this up, um, it'll be a shorter episode. Uh, we were aiming for at least 45 minutes, but we've actually made it to an hour. Made it to an hour. We knew it was going to be a shorter episode because we don't have Jackson here, and Jackson... Um, spearheads the movement. Yeah, he carries the entire podcast. Um, <laughs> um, we, I think we should talk about uh, what it would be your either your ideal um, sequel trilogy or just if you if they were to make a trilogy at all of Star Wars movies what, what, what do you want I would leave 
The Force Awakens. Okay. Take out Cantabite, or at least make it more significant. Like, how would you make Cantabite more significant? Use it um, later in, like... Remember how the New Republic fell because Starkiller base and everything? Yeah. Make those gun... Those people who are basically selling guns... Make them basically kind of control a puppet government and then the first then they're ruling along oh, the first order. Like actually show those the uh people selling the weapons like actually their influence as well. Show their influence. Um bring back bring back Coruscant because that's in my opinion. If the first order wasn't gonna establish a foothold anywhere, it would have been Coruscant because it's the yeah. middle. I just I, I get that the whole thing about um you know, I I understand that the New Republic didn't establish their capital at Coruscant. That's normal for a new, a new government to choose a different place. But did you capital. read the, in canon that they just each like a planet takes turns being the capital? That's that is stupid. There should be one capital. Capital. That's a lot of money. And also, I understand that like the First Order crippled the the New Republic enough where they were no longer a threat. I still think they should have had some presence. In the movies, besides getting blown up, and besides just getting blown up, I because they get blown up, and suddenly it's as if there is no government at all, and it's just the first order versus everyone else. When in reality, there still would have been some. I mean, yeah, they would have been crippled enough where they wouldn't have been able to do anything, so it still would have been on Leia and the resistance to actually fight. But it's resources that were on other planets. Yeah, there's no way that. All of the the New Republic people were on just Hosnian Prime. I don't even think of that. You just, do you remember? Do you know the background of all that? Not really. The background of all that is they disarmed. Oh, no, oh yeah, I know. I know why the, with the background with the resistance. Yeah, and all that. But I'm like, I'm just like, well, that's why I'm saying like they they sh- they wouldn't have to have a big role in the movies because like the, they, they're they're de-armed, so it's still lay on the resistance. But, My thing is, though... But they have zero presence, as if the entire New Republic was just in that system of planets. And by yeah. destroying that system, suddenly the entire old New Republic is completely gone. And that I'm just like, no, there would have been some people, they wouldn't have been powerful enough to do it, to fight back, but I think it would have been nice to show them having a presence somewhere. Of like, well... In that moment, remember when Leia was like, we need to call out to people out there. Maybe that's who she was calling out to. Maybe. Or may- maybe have a scene where uh, showing, later on, showing the First Order sending troops to, say, a New Republic outpost and wiping them out. So showing that it wasn't just that one strike that finished them off, that the First Order is still sending out destroyers to... Take out the resistance. Take, well, well, not uh, resistance, but, but... Take out the remnants of the New Republic. Because even then, they would have held out. Yeah, at least some of them would. Even if they couldn't fight, there, there still would have been some loyalist New Republic people outside of the resistance, I think. Just holding out, basically yeah. waiting. Yeah. Waiting for the call to arms. That's what I think. They, you, I agree with you there. Yeah. Because it was just too, too easy to take out the New Republic. Yeah, they were... Yeah. Just like destroying one plant, a system of planets. My thing is though, do you think they would have destroyed Coruscant though? No, no, I don't think they would have. I don't think they had the balls to destroy Coruscant. 
J.J. Abrams, we love you. He's he's an he's enough of a nerd that he would not have the balls to destroy Coruscant. Too much classic history happened there. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have the balls to do do anything meaningful with Star Trek. Fuck you. <laughs> I like those movies, but fuck you. <laughs> And on that note, we're going to end the podcast so I can commit murder. <laughs> so you're saying as long as I keep this going, you won't kill me? Theoretically. <laughs> but, um, yeah. More presence from the New Republic because it's, even right now, there's like no, there's yeah. like no like live action showing of the new republic's forces and and i understand that the new republic they they weren't as powerful as the empire or the republic they had or the republic they had more resistance against their control than the the empire did at least resistance that they couldn't handle so a lot of systems weren't cool with the new republic taking power they were just on their own they were cool with the empire being gone but they didn't want the new republic coming in well it's like umbara yeah umbara was a part of the they're in the clone wars um, Umbara probably just weathered the storm and held Yeah, there's, there's probably planet or systems out there that uh, uh, just wanted to be independent completely. If Mandalore were still One Piece, Mandalore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but I think, I think some more presence from the New Republic would have been cool. Um, what else? Uh, I, I think... I like what they did with Luke, his character. He it, it gave him a really good character arc. Um, but he seemed a little bit more whinier than usual. He's always been whiny. More than usual. More than usual. But I want to go. I want to go pick up some power, power converters, converters and Asian. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Owen. Oh my God, he was the modern teen. <laughs> he was. Oh <laughs> my God, I can't believe it. This is the end. Mark Hamill, if you're listening. If you are, if we love you. We love you. But you made the modern teenager what it is. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but I, 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 th- I, I think that uh, Luke should have survived until the third movie, even if he died at the beginning of the third movie type of thing. You know. At least hold out. I think the, the dagger... With finding the Sith Wayfinders was stupid. It kind of reminded me too much of a KOTOR quest. Well, like that, but also, like, think about it, how stupid the dagger is. I understand having the idea of a MacGuffin quest where she has to find something that will lead her to the Wayfinder. But the dagger itself was stupid. Okay, I see what you mean now. The da- it, like, it lines up perfectly with the wreckage of the Death Star to tell her where where exactly to point can you imagine someone just sitting there yeah it's stupid as hell it's you know it's i see what you mean it should have just been like coordinates <laughs> like a tracking beacon or something Not like even that. a tracking beacon just kind of like a riddle yeah or yeah or a riddle that she that she cleverly figures out maybe with the help of our friendship or, or friendship or maybe babu frick because he's like the best character in the entire new trilogy or friendship no with babu frick friendship Nah, Babu Frick. Friendship. I like Babu Frick. <laughs> Friendship is always... Caleb, Caleb, when he watched Rise of Skywalker, he was 
Um, none too impressed. Really? Uh, he did not enjoy it, really. Um, but he did mention that he really liked Babu Frick. <laughs> he's the, for everyone at home, because it's easy to forget names in these movies, uh, he's the little droid smith that, you know... Oh, yeah! With that... Sorry, erase, I didn't mean to ...erases C-3PO's memory. He's great. I love him. <laughs> um, another thing I think would have been cool would... First of all, Exegol should have been should have been um Korriban. I almost said Mustafar. Should have been Korriban. Agreed. The home, ancient homeworld of the Sith. No, maybe you can uh, clarify this for me. This, this always confuses me. There's Korriban. Isn't there also Moraban? Yes. What's the difference? One is the homeworld of the Sith race and the other is not. But is it Moraban also like? It may have been the second planet they uh, like colonized. one of the homes of the Sith. No, Moraban is like, I think. We should look this up because this has always confused me. Because I know Korriban is like the homeworld of the Sith, like the Sith race, and it's, it's like where Yoda goes when he has his trials and he sees the vision of uh, Darth Bane. No, it is the same name as Korriban. Oh, it's the same. Same place? Same place, just different name. Oh, I see. Okay. Let's see why, though. Yeah, I think I think Exegol should have been Korriban. And I also think just how they hinted at the, 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 the past Jedi, you know what I mean? And raise all the Jedi. I think they should have hinted at other Sith Lords. You know, because... Yo, Sidious makes the line of like, oh, I am all the Sith. And Ray's like, and I am Iron Man. Because Jackson also pointed out that the uh, final act (laughs) of Last Jedi is the final act of Endgame. Yeah. It's... Everyone's dying. It's it's pretty much the same. (laughs) But, um, you know, so like Ray comes in, she does... She has the help of all the Jedi and all these references, I think they missed an opportunity to reference some past Sith Lords. Like who? Maybe, maybe not through like their helping Sidious, but like have statues of them or something like that or have references to them to show, you know, for, for people who are not um, familiar with the Clone Wars TV show and with anything other than the movies to show some past there. Like Bane. Bane. Plagueis. Plagueis. Maybe take the chance to make Revan canon? No. If they did that, you know, all of us fanboys would have been more focused on that. Yeah. It would overshadow the entire movie. Is that a bad thing? We would be, we'd be like, we'd be praising it right now. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> we'd be like, it's a terrible movie, but they made Revan canon, so that's cool. It'll be like that meme. Um, See that, okay, so this is my my ultimate sequel trilogy. Okay. So like we've discussed, Force Awakens is fine. Then, in the Last Jedi, Luke doesn't die yet. I think he, he should yet. die, but in the third movie, Cantabite could be used for something else. If anything, just to tie it into the rest of the movie. The rest of the trilogy, because that's the main problem with the Last Jedi is it does not tie into the rest of the movies. 
Then Rise of Skywalker. Finn continues his character arc. He doesn't stop. Poe should have had some moment other than him uh, committing mutiny that furthers his character. They like try to do that with the whole Spice Runner thing and his past girlfriend, question mark. Carrie Russell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but that's not, that doesn't further his character. It just explains his past. Maybe he's trying to make us think he re- changed who he was in the past. Yeah, it reveals more about his current character, but does not further his character. Does nothing. Um, Ray and Kylo, the whole thing with them fighting through a Force vision, stupid. I thought that was stupid. You know, by that logic, they might as well just fucked. Yeah, exactly. I would have rather <laughs> that than a fight scene. Than a fight scene. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it was kind of stupid. Um, although they do set it up for that moment at the end where she like hands the lightsaber to him while he's fighting the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was actually kind of a cool moment where like, where just like where he's, he's fighting them and it seems like a pretty fair fight, but then he reaches behind him, pulls out the lightsaber and all the Knights of Ren like back up the, like the, Oh shit. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> I just like that. If you didn't see me, he just basically shoulder shrugged. Yeah. He was like, you guys are fucked now. <laughs> um, um, the dagger thing was stupid. Another little detail that I just really bothers me. So isn't it implied that Lando was on that desert planet for like many years? Yeah. That's stupid. What would he do there? He's not, it's not like it's something he would do. Yeah. I think Lando should have been, I think Lando should have been part of more of the trilogy. Maybe. I think he should have showed I up. Think, I just, you just know he, they, we couldn't afford him. They probably could. Yeah. Well, no, they could afford him. It was Disney, that's right. Disney was Billy, Yeah, it's Disney. Not like Billy D. Williams is that relevant anymore. Sorry. Hey, hey. Sorry. I love Billy D. Williams. This is true. But he's not been in a lot of stuff more recently. If anything. Yeah. Um, hey, hand. Give me a hand. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're up to this point. They don't do the dagger thing. No, coordinates or something else. They don't do the dagger thing. And Sidious... Lord Darth Sidious is not back. He's dead. Let him be dead. Let him be dead. Maybe, maybe Snoke, maybe that Snoke was a clone. Of but, somebody. But the original Snoke is still alive. alive. His clones are basically his proxies. Yeah, maybe he has clones so he can keep a better control of the galaxy. So he doesn't actually But there still is one Snoke that's over on Exegol or Korriban. Oh, and no Death Star or Death Star weapons on a freaking Imperial class. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, so so Ray goes to Korriban. She leads the Resistance fleet there, and they're fighting, and she goes to fight Snoke. But then, and in, so because Palpatine's not alive, uh, Ray isn't a Palpatine. No, no, she can stay a Palpatine. No, no, she's not a Palpatine. <laughs> no, no, she stays a Palpatine. I agree with that. That. No, just hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. So she's out in Korra. <laughs> and she's fighting Snoke, but she's getting her ass whooped because, I mean, he's Snoke. He was shown to be pretty fucking powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, he, she's getting her ass whooped. And then Snoke then reveals her real lineage. She is the descendant of Revan. 
And then Snoke kills her. But then out of revenge for the de- her death, out of the force comes Revan, Keanu Reeves. And he kills Snoke. End movie right there. End of the movie. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I like Ray Skywalker or Ray um, Kenobi better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love child of Sabine or the daughter <laughs> of the love child of Obi-Wan in. Or or how about this? They they another way they could do it is um so you know Revan's not involved, but they Leia doesn't die. Of course, you're like, well, you know, Carrie Fisher, you know, is dead. So, would they just do the CGI throughout the whole movie? No, they recast her as Keanu Reeves. And on that note, that's how you know you drink too much and it's getting late. Keanu Reeves puts on a wig. He goes full John Wick, and and he's he's Leia, and yeah, he goes John Wick, and it's just Leia, but Keanu Reeves. Leia taking on the entire just, Empire by herself. That's John Wick and. His way through, like, Korriban. No, no. I can see him doing that, but taking over an entire Star Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then says this, and says, this is the final line of the movie. <coughs> you need help, Snoke. There's no other hope. Or, or how about this? So, like, you know, I thought Poe was, like, ex-girlfriend question mark. They don't really explain that. They dated. Were they were they actually involved together? I think they were. Um, so you know, I thought she was pretty cool, but she didn't take off her helmet immediately. So like, you you meet her, you do the whole C three PO and Babu Frick. Babu Frick has to be in the movie more. He was cool. Um, so you know, Babu Frick, and he he's like hanging out with Poe, and Babu Frick's like, "Hey Poe, you know, remember your girlfriend?" And he's like, "Yeah," and she's he's like, "Well, guess what? It's not your girlfriend. It's Keanu Reeves." <laughs> And she takes off the helmet, and it's Keanu Reeves, and he goes, and John Wick's his way through Star Destroyer, and saves Chewbacca. You just want Keanu Reeves to be part of the Star Wars universe, don't you? Yes. I guess he can be a Jedi. I think he would actually be a good Revan. If they ever decided to do that. Disney, get the hint. Yeah, I don't think they will, though. Um, yeah, they want, they, don't, they, don't, they want to lose money, not make money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot us. I'm sorry, Mickey. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, no, now that you say that, think about it. Wedge Antilles. Oh, I loved I loved that he showed up. Why was he not in command of his own ship? Because, or a fleet? Because he's old? I don't know. You saw freaking Admiral Akbar. He was already old. It's true. By the time of the... Last Jedi. Yeah. Apparently the actor who played Akbar was kind of upset that his character died off screen. That pisses me off too. Yeah. They should have... Okay. So Last Jedi. Holdo lives. But Akbar does the final sacrifice. Yeah, that would have been cool. And then they call it an Akbar maneuver. And instead of playing it off as that's a stupid, like, one in a million chance to pull that off, they actually do it when uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings suggests it. Um, Mary. <laughs> um, when Mary suggests it. And they don't just play it off. They actually do it and take a fleet of rebel ships and just light speed their way through <laughs> through like all the ships on Exegol. And all just suicide bomb. That's and, dark. And though. then there's one ship left. And they have to take it out. And it's the tough one. And it's the tough one. So they they're like, oh shit, 
we need help with this. And like, maybe like Lando's like, oh, I know a guy. He's, he's just on his way. He's a little late. And it shows up. And it's Keanu Reeves. And he des- <laughs> John Wick's his way through this last Star Destroyer. <laughs> cool. We call it good there now. Colton's on a John Wick <laughs> tangent now. All right, ladies don't and gentlemen. Don't tell me you don't want Keanu Reeves. A, a, you don't tell me you don't want a scene of Keanu Reeves going through a Star Destroyer just like executing Stormtroopers John Wick style. That'd be so cool. It would. But I know if they ever make a... If they ever put... They're going to typecast Keanu Reeves from this point on because of John Wick. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to see the interesting ways John Wick can kill someone with lightsaber now. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. He'd be very creative. Like an artist with a paintbrush. He bloodies the floors. Hey, <laughs> at least it won't be bloody. Yeah, that's true. It's if good. he's using lightsaber or blaster bolts. Knowing him, though, he'd probably use like a slug thrower. <laughs> and then what would be blood? He'd just resort to the blasters when he ran out of ammo. <laughs> I don't like them. I can't feel my weapon. I'm not a stormtrooper. Okay. That's all for tonight. That is our ultimate Star Wars trilogy. We fixed we've we've officially fixed the new the the sequel trilogy. Disney, give us a call. We'll talk. We can talk. John Wick. John Wick. Keanu Reeves be ready. Your time is coming. Yes. Keanu, if you're listening, we love you. Um, <laughs> Keanu, if, if you're listening, 2021 will be your year. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This is the All Drunk Podcast. With sometimes Tristan, too. With sometimes Tristan, too. Um, and next week, Jackson will be back. We, and sometimes Tristan might be there. And, and sometimes Tristan. So. All right. Thanks for listening. Roll the outro. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast with Jackson and Bolton. Sometimes Tristan Bolton.